Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Julian Moss-Backman, and this is Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice. just kept on going. I guess we're supposed to listen to a little more of John Mulder this afternoon. You know, during the week, I get up every day and help my child get ready for school. The alarm goes off and the radio automatically pops on. I don't do any of those buzzer things. That drives me crazy. And talk about destiny. This is what the announcer had to say to me this morning. I love you. You're perfect. Now change. Half awake, I'm laying in my bed for a few minutes, and I'm just bursting out laughing because all I could think about was thank you, universe, for sending a message loud and clear. What an opening line to kick off and introduce lesson three in the series that I've been doing lately called Change, You Can't Live With It and You Can't Live Without It. Apparently, this title belongs to one of the longest-running plays off-Broadway, which I love, and it describes perfectly where I want to go today on the show. As we all know, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Love Day to all. I never miss the chance to talk about love, but not in the normal sense like everybody else. I want to talk about love in Jillian language, the energy of love. It's all we truly ever want, isn't it? Yet love is so elusive and hard to pin down into a concrete definition. How many times over a lifetime will we ask ourselves, is this what true love really feels like? Sometimes it's easier for people to grasp true love if you examine it in a different way and possibly a different standpoint from a feeling of love to the energy of love. When I was writing the show, I kept getting this vision in my head of when I used to play with Silly Putty as a kid. You know, it comes in that colorful egg container, and it holds it all together in one form. But the minute you take it out of the container, the putty starts melting immediately all over your hands. It forms these huge globs and strings that attach to everything it touches. That's the way I see the energy of love working in my same lifetime and in the same fashion. Most people that I know hold love in a restricted container, and they do it on purpose to avoid being hurt or disrespected or abused. But what they don't realize is by doing that, you limit the energy of love and miss the opportunity to feel the vibration of love in deeper connections within your own life. 
what people don't understand is the energy of love comes in all different packages, like layers of love. And each layer contains this, its own frequency. It's a sound. It has a tone. And it has that invisible natural force that I was talking about last week. And it attracts all kinds of love. I want to chat, chat about those frequencies today. But this kind of discussion would not be complete if I didn't involve one of my very good friends and mentors into my world, in, into this conversation, and her name is Kathy Baker. Happy Valentine's Day, Kathy Baker. Oh, happy Valentine's Day to you, my dear friend, and to all the listeners. Yes, thank you. Okay, so before we start and get into this whole frequency business, let me tell you a little bit about Kathy. Kathy is a spiritual interpreter that works with a soul angel through she, through her private consultations that she labels connection from beyond. By incorporating hypnotherapy, which happens to be one of my favorite kind of modalities, creative visualization, and EFT. I don't know what that is, Kat. You're going to have to tell me. And she assists her clients to clear emotional baggage and refine one's heart's desire. You know, Kat, you and I consider love more as an energy instead of a feeling. And that's great for us, but the majority of the people have never heard of love being described as an energy. You want to start there and explain what we think of as the energy of love. Certainly. But um, first I would like to say, as you were, as you were explaining the silly putty visual, yeah. Yeah. what was really interesting about that is that I also remember Silly Putty, how when we made an imprint of something, it showed up on the Silly Putty. Do you remember oh, that's that? right, with the newspaper thing. Right, and that's really oh, what the Silly yes. Putty was. Yes. So when we're talking when we're talking about the energy and we're talking about what we basically are it's almost like what we're doing is we're taking that silly putty and making an imprint on ourselves in remembering whatever it is and then we can change it as we rot it up and redo it again so i thought whoa that's that's quite the visual and that's really the energetic part of it is that how, that's how we really do it with energy. We all are um, quantum physics, and I don't state to be a, uh, uh, let me think, a... Quantum physics expert. Expert, yes. There you go. Yeah. Hello, yeah, exactly. Yes. But, but what it basically is, is it says that we are all a frequency. We are all a energy in motion. And that is what really holds us as being solid as we are. It, it's the molecular structure, how fast it's moving and how fast we're creating um, is what makes us everything solid in the universe. So as being vibrational beings and frequency, um, we're really, uh, it's like the radio station. It sends out that frequency and makes it real into the world. And that is what, what actually creates matter is how fast, you know, the vibration is moving. 
books were made up, just like you were saying, of color and sound, and and we radiate those frequencies. Um, well, I know that this frequency business that you're talking about, which is what I believe in and you do too, you know, it's more of a spiritual term that a lot of people have not understand. And what we're trying to explain is think of a pyramid. And the pyramid has layers and layers of these frequencies. And in this instant, we're talking about love frequencies. There's lots of different, all different kinds. But can you elaborate a little bit, Kat, on the frequency of love and those layers? We talk about layers of love, you know, the soulmate kind of layers, but yet there's all different kinds of love in the world. How does that lay out in this frequency idea? Well, the frequency, actually, there. Um, back in the ancient days, they did the salfagio tones and frequencies, and they're saying that actual love is 528 hertz. And what that is, is it is a rate of energy or a rate of sound frequency vibration that when it when it moves and when it is exchanged, it raises the actual physical body's frequency. When you're talking about the layers of frequency, um, really, truly in balance when we talk about uh, the wanting to be love or striving for love. Those are really truly when we're in when we're in balance in balance, we are that love frequency that everything comes to us and that we radiate higher energies and we bring things to us like the law of attraction. We bring those things to us that radiate at a profound, peaceful, calm harmony is when we are in balance. The layers of also what would be imbalance and that would be trying to strive for love those imbalanced frequencies are lower and those are the ones that when we're in fear when we're in guilt when we're in shame and a lot of times people will look at love as the need of being in fear and need of being in um, situations where they feel that they have to get love by giving their power away, which is their power is the is the frequency of love when they're standing in their strength and their courage and and moving out into the world. So, when we're talking about the frequency of of um, soul love or soulmates um, or what those are are those frequencies are when we have more than one person that is in resonance to what our balance is and that what that is is if you can see that the the there is a sine wave and what that is is that it's kind of little mountains and holes you know like when you're looking at a mountain and you're going up and then you're going down into a valley and you're going up back into the mountain then there's a line that that is straight across the horizon which is called resonance that's when you're in perfect balance of um within you where everything is 
in peace and calm and harmony. And the the dips are when you have the lower frequencies of the fear and, and the guilt, the shame, the um, all those different types of frequencies. Then you've got the much higher frequencies, which are actually your spiritual frequencies and your connections to your higher realm. So let me get some clarity here. Now, when you're talking about, if we if we look at that pyramid again, and I've got my fingers together making a pyramid, and I'm looking at this pyramid, are you saying that the lower the lower on the pyramid, the bottom half of the pyramid is where you're talking about imbalanced love, which is guilt, shame, all those things that you said. But to some people, that still represents love. So in the physical world, we would call that more sick love, correct? That's true. And and the thing is, is even as children, um, we we actually get how we are going to respond to what really love is by what we're taught. And, um, you know, it's not going to, if we were going to abuse, you know, it is when children are being abused and told they're being loved, then that's kind of, and and I'm talking emotionally, you know, when when they are being made to feel guilty, when they are made to fear, those type of things. That's what they 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 perceive as love actually is, is those actual emotions. So when they're in those lower energies, they think that they're, those are natural because that's what they were basically taught as perceived. But then as we grow and we find out, whoa, we experience life as being different from those things that we're being taught, then we have truly the choice of raising that energy to what true love is within ourselves and loving of ourself. Um, I almost look like what you're talking about the pyramid is climbing up to the very top where is our one self-love, that all that we're trying to reach and we're trying to learn and change and experience is that love of self and that true love of being able to love others and allow them to be who they are, but not really be part of that game. So the pyramid at the top, yeah, that makes sense. At the top of the pyramid, you're saying that the pinnacle of true love is self-love, right? That's correct. But I think a lot of people concentrate their love not so much on themselves, others, God, as they do in finding the relationship of love and their own knowing through the eyes of someone else. Now, one of the things that we've talked about off air that we discuss a lot, we talk about this a lot, don't we, Cash? It's one of our favorite subjects. Anyway. We've talked about giving and receiving, and you brought up something interesting that I think is worth sharing about the aspects of giving versus the aspects of receiving in a vibrational frequency kind of relationship. Do you remember that? Let me let me let me expand a little bit. You and I talked about how giving is what we would call a lower vibration 
on the pyramid. In other words, it's easier to give to people all the time. That's not the energy of love that's hard to experience. What you're talking about in moving up the pyramid is actually the energy of receiving love from others. Can you expound on that a little bit more? I know I'm kind of throwing that at you. <laughs> sure. What that really is is the fact that when we were talking about the giving is exactly yeah. when we are expecting we're we're expecting someone to love us by um giving to them or it, if they're it it's like that fear what we're talking about that guilt if i do this that person will love me if i do that that person will love me and what's the problem in that thinking in that emotional state of being is the person that's totally left out of the love is themselves. And in the receiving of love is the fact that it, it's not the expectation of somebody always giving to you to make you whole. It's that which receiving within yourself and loving yourself, not allowing those things to happen to you or those people to do things to you or take from you that um, truly does not feed you. Um, one of the, the things that also just kind of came to me is when we're talking about being at that pinnacle and that receiving of love, how un it's unfortunate that the we believe that that's egotistical. We are told yeah, as children exactly. to think of oneself. Yeah. Right, to think of oneself is egotistical. But when you're on an airplane, the first thing they do to give, say, oxygen is put it on yourself so you can give a child that or you can help somebody else because what you're doing is you're sustaining your beingness and your aliveness so you can help others with that. So it is not egotistical at all to love oneself. Matter of fact, it is mandatory in order to be able to survive in a world as we are in because when we're talking about the frequencies, the higher and lower, it, it, it would be those things that feel good and those things that do not feel good is what I would like to say, the the lower and the higher frequencies. Those things that, that radiate and build our, when we're talking about energy, when it builds us up and we feel within our heart center that it feeds us, that would be the higher energies of true love. When it, when it, it is a struggle when it it becomes when we feel that that pain and that agony of of giving like when we're doing it out of fear or we're doing it out of guilt um we have this feeling of that doesn't feel right that that so that's a good key on what is higher and lower vibrations is if it feels right, right within your heart and if it feels good, then you're coming from a higher energy, a higher frequency. And that what happens with that is as you continually come from that, the amazing part of it is it shifts 
every energy around you. And then those start looking at, oh, wow, what are you doing to, because you're, it, it's amazing, your facial features change, your body changes, and the way you carry yourself. And people notice that because they're more drawn to you. I mean, if you're in a room and you experience someone who is just light and bubbly and, and exciting and and next to someone that is woe is me, Eeyore attitude, you're going to automatically gravitate to that which is higher. And in quantum physics, what is amazing is when the higher frequency people are automatically taken up, that energy is automatically taken up to that higher frequency, but it is 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 up to us to sustain that because then when we get back into our doldrum, our struggle, our pain, our story, our energy is dropped again. Okay. Yeah, and let's talk about the dropped part that you're talking about there in that, you know, what you you tagged upon something there about feeling good. And I think what's happening in the world, Kat, and you and I have seen it through our clientele, is that a lot of people are giving up on finding this energy of love because they've become too vulnerable and they're not willing to risk opening up that heart that you're talking about because you're talking about energy and heart and feeling love energy in the heart to even try again. So I don't want to leave people today without giving them some suggestions or exercises of where to start if you're at that lower vibrational love and you're looking to pop up to a higher level, how can they deal with the pain from the past and, and like cut it off and dismiss it so they don't bring it into their new relationships in the future. Do you have any suggestions or ideas of how that pain affects it and how we can change it? Well, I know that in some of my clientele, um, there it is creating actually um, on paper, what it is that you're wanting to create in your life, and then um, visualizing it, seeing it. And because what, like we talked quickly on the law of attraction or whatever is, whatever you, whatever you bring to you is what automatically is created in your life. So what you want to do is, first of all, you want to have those people around you that are of a higher frequency and of a higher vibration because, like I said, that automatically raises yours. But the exercise and being able to, it's practice it. Some will say fake it till you make it. But yeah, exactly. Is, you know, but... But sometimes it's really hard to, to, you know, we beat ourselves up. We automatically think we failed at everything, and, and, but there isn't. What it is is we create what, it, what we want to be. We create what we want in life. And, and by lifting our energies and going into our heart center, breathing, one of the, the um, exercises that have been given to a lot of clientele through their soul connection is 
take if you look at that your mind and your thought is always into reaction you're always in reaction if somebody is whether it be to yourself or somebody else when you're in your mind you're automatically going to if somebody's angry you're going to do something back at them to make them angry if you're you know those type of things is what i'm saying but one of them is to actually take a breath and see your busy mind, see your negativity in your your actual thought, and then seeing a line that goes right down to your heart, and then moving that with a breath. You take an in-breath, seeing that in your mind, all that that negativity, all that reaction, and then you see it as a, a ball or whatever. And then on your out breath, you take it down into your heart center, in the center of your chest. And actually, that there's an energy center in your chest is where your soul resides. And it's almost like you have that sigh of relief when it's there. You almost can feel it like expand and open up and and actually balance those things. So that's that's one of the exercises that that has been coming out a lot in um with my clientele is is their souls are saying I'm sitting here right behind your heart. There is that's why they're always saying go with what your heart feels. Go with what your heart is is wanting to experience because once you're there things shift and change because that's where that that frequency is much higher. Some people will say, well, wait a minute, I can't trust my heart because my heart told me to do this, my heart told me to do that. But what's amazing is the fact is it's the thought which you're back in your mind that's creating that. If you were just energetically in your heart, that you will feel that higher vibration, that higher frequency. So just sometimes that simple continual when you're in that fear, when you're in that struggle, when you're in that reaction, taking that breath and taking it to your heart, what your heart is, your heart center is creation and action, inspired action. So it's almost you feel more inspired to do things when you're in your heart center. Yeah, and that's so hard for people because they see love as emotion and mental and physical, but yet they refuse to think about love as a soul center, which you're talking about is directly behind the heart aspect, because they it doesn't make sense, Kat, that you would switch those around. When excuse me, when we've been taught for so long that love is an emotion and not an energy, and when you're talking about soul, you're talking about energy, the energy of love, and the energy of love is non-judgmental. It comes from a lot of different forces. You can love animals, you can love nature, you can love people. And I think people get caught up in looking for love in all different, in one aspect of other people instead of looking and breathing in that you're talking about love from all different aspects of the world. Oh, definitely. And one of the the big 
um, things is, is like people will say, well, I can't feel love there. I can't. Right. Well, you know, if you have an animal that you think about how you care for that animal, how you care for that 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 being, and then what you do is you then you expand that. Oh, I love that animal. Oh, yes, this is what love feels like. That's right. I remember it now. And then you start seeing it as as an expanding, you know, into your own physical being, and that'll help you raise that energy. You start with something that you know deep within you that you that unconditional love of a pet that might be a starting point believe it or not we are finished can you tell me some information of where anyone can find you and have those private sessions i know you do phone and everything else so in the very short time that we have cat can you tell people where to find you please oh sure um my email address is kathback at aol.com I do have um, a website. It's www.thesoulsjourney.org and a toll-free number of 877-460-6630. I am going to put some there. The website is in uh, construction stage. There's going to be some meditations on there. There are going going to be some... um, Lots of information, but it's under construction. Cool. And, and you know what? I want to thank you, Jillian, for having me. I love I you. Thank it. you. Oh, I love you. You know too. what? We are done. Um, I will see everybody on Thursday. Thank you, Kat. This was lovely. Everyone have a beautiful Valentine's Day and know that Kat and I will love you forever. Oh, yes. In the heart. Love, love. Love, love. <laughs> 